Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. Before we begin today's episode, let's hear from this week's sponsor. Medical marriages are often strained by intense and constant demands on your time, not to mention the crushing debt that you're saddled with out of medical and dental school. Well, that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the Marriage and Money MD Summit coming up on November 15th through 17th. It's a free summit for healthcare professionals who want to build a stronger marriage and create a better path to building wealth. So sign up for free and come away with the tools and resources you need to have the happy family life and the path to financial independence that you deserve. You can sign up today by clicking the link in the podcast description. On today's show, we have Dr. Hisla Bates. Dr. Hisla Bates is a board-certified, Harvard-trained pediatric and adult psychiatrist with over 20 years of experience in the diagnosis and treatment of severe mental illness and managed care. She's had additional training in primary care internal medicine at Yale. Her general psychiatry training was completed at Mount Sinai in New York City. She completed her child and adolescent psychiatry fellowship at Harvard Medical School's Mass General Hospital in the Department of Psychiatry program. She's also studied with Dr. Tal Ben Shahar and is certified in positive psychology from the Whole Being Institute. She has an integrative and holistic approach to the treatment of mental illness, and she uses tools in mindfulness, positive psychology, and the expressive and creative arts working with children and adults. She is the co-chair of the Art Committee for the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry. She is a Parsons School of Design graduate in fashion design and an artist and printmaker who enjoys photography and filmmaking as well. She utilizes all of her skills in her practice as a psychiatrist and coach. And so in today's episode, you're going to hear all about how she developed these multiple streams of income on her side through real estate, as well as how she integrates all of her creative endeavors and pursuits outside of psychiatry as a coach and as an artist. So without much ado, here is Dr. Hisla Bates. When I was doing my fellowship at Harvard in um, pediatric psychiatry, I just knew that I wanted to purchase a condominium in Brookline, Massachusetts, because I was told that was where all the 
great schools were. And raising my daughter as a single mom, I wanted her to, of course, have a wonderful education. So I didn't know a lot about real estate, but I started reading books um, about it and decided I would purchase my first um, condominium and it had to have certain criteria. You know, it had to have an outdoor space uh-huh. and um, it had to be in my price range <laughs> at that time. It wasn't very high. And so it was a bit of a fixer upper. Uh-huh. And I fixed it up and lived there for probably about three to four years and then sold it for, uh, you know, uh, a nice profit. Um, and, uh, went on to purchase a second one, um, and then a third and similar story. And with each uh, purchase, there was more fixing, so to speak. So (laughs) I renovated two kitchens, two bathrooms, um, And then I moved on to purchasing a home, uh, a single family home. Uh And uh, that was outside of uh, Brookline and I completely renovated it. So it was a gut rehab. Uh And it was one of the largest undertakings that I've ever done. And um, lived there for about five years. I sold it and with the equity that I had earned uh, from that home, I essentially had a financial freedom. And um, I was able to pay off my daughter's college tuition, which was well into the six figures and um, to live, uh, you know, debt free and, and start doing a lot of the things that I had put off for a very long time. And so for the past um, two and a half years, I have taken lots of courses, um, educated myself in areas of interest in the arts and coaching in in entrepreneurship and um, traveled a lot, went to a lot of conferences, you know, just really, explored a lot of areas that um, I hadn't before. And and I moved from from Massachusetts to New York, which was always a dream of mine too, to come back to New York City and and to be here. Um, So real estate, I'm very grateful for. And since I've been in New York, I purchased a, um, a duplex. And so my next plan is to, to start doing some short-term rentals. And, and I'm looking forward to that experience. And I, I hope over the years to, to continue to purchase real estate. And, and now that you know my daughter's an adult, I feel like I have more time uh, to invest in that area. So I'm excited about you know, the possibilities when it comes to real estate. That, that's amazing. Uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the physicians that I uh, talk to and that I uh, um, collaborate with, a lot of them 
they say that uh, they told me a very interesting quote, which 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 was, "You cannot uh, work your way to financial freedom. You all, you have to uh, invest it." So, you know, a lot of it was through real estate and um, through equities. But uh, real estate is really highly popular among physicians because it has so many advantages, which you described. So, um, it sounds like your real estate strategy. You just sort of just. Uh, over time, it's not like you um, just delve right in. You you did it on the side. Um, you learned a little bit about renovation and improvements, and you just sort of bought slowly, accumulated your uh, wealth, yeah. and, and then and then you sold it, and it helped you to you know get out of debt, help pay for your daughter's college education, um, yeah. which is really interesting. So, yeah, well, I think. You know, the thing, the reason why I did it slowly was number one, I was a single mom and I had just finished my fellowship. I, I don't come from a family that, you know, has uh, had resources or money to help me. So yeah. I had to do it all on my own yeah. and, um, and, um, and trying to raise a child and, you know, be a real estate investor. Honestly, at the time, I didn't know how to do it other than kind of the slow boat, the slow, slow method. Oh. <laughs> and, and I'm still do, kind of doing it that way. But I, I feel like, um, you know, I, I like to be in control. And uh -huh. so, um, you know, I've learned a lot along the way, and I just love it. So I'm constantly looking at real estate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, for the uh, listeners out there, you know, you hear all these stories, you know, they became millionaire in less than a year. And, uh, but, you know, there's very, like, there's, I, I read a good book, which was just uh, slowly accumulate your wealth over time. And usually at the end of eight or nine or 10 years, you know, you will have accumulated your, so it doesn't, you don't have to do it all in, in, in one sprint. So, um, yeah. You know, and uh, you can also you can do it in your spare time. You, a lot of uh, physicians they invest on the weekends. They look at deals at, at night after their kids are asleep. So mm -hmm. um, there's so many different timelines, different strategies. So um, yeah. and now you're and now you're doing a lot of uh, creative things. Looks like you're doing uh, art. You're doing a, you're doing a lot of creative design. Uh, you're involved in the arts and um, mm -hmm. you're, and then you're also coaching. So tell us more how uh, financial freedom allows you to uh, do different things. Well, before I had financial freedom, um, I, you know, before I had financial freedom, I was working 70, 80 hours a week. I was working like a dog. <laughs> like everybody else right in medicine <laughs> yeah and and I was pretty miserable actually yeah. and I um I had this desire to paint and 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 just go back into the arts in some way because I had pushed all of that aside uh, you know through my training and residency I always felt like I never had enough time to do it <laughs> Uh -huh, exactly. and, and um and I started buying the art of other artists you know uh -huh. um and just admiring their work I actually moved there was a, a a stint in there where I didn't I didn't talk about much I moved to Arizona and I was planning on having an art studio in my you know casita and um I had this dream of having this uh, 
art studio and and living in Arizona and having a, a a simpler life, so to speak. But then I went to Arizona and it wasn't so simple <laughs> and I had no community and no network. And so I quickly moved back to Boston. Um, and, uh, uh, and I found when I moved back to Boston, an art community, a community of other painters and printmakers and so on. And I stopped buying the art of other artists. <laughs> because um, my daughter said to me, mom, I think you can do that. I think you can do, you know, um, the art that I was about to buy, which was significant. Um, and I started painting and printmaking. And it all felt very new to me because I was a fashion designer. I know how to do fashion illustration, but I'd never really um, had any experience with oil paint and canvas and and so that was all new for me. And, um, and I felt, you know, very vulnerable. But over time, I became more comfortable with it. And I dedicated um, an evening a week uh, to going to the studio. And we all met as a group. There were about 10 of us. Not everyone was, um, uh, you know, it was a mix of people. And I was the only physician there. But I made sure that I went on a weekly basis and that really nourished me and nurtured me in a way. And I really started to feel more joyful again, you know? And, and it, 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 I just think I became a better parent and a better physician because I felt more connected to myself and, and to everything else. So I, then went on to submit my artwork to juried shows, got into uh, a few uh, juried shows, the Boston Printmakers Biennial, which is a big um, printmakers show um, in, 20, in 2011. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and, and, and selling my work. And, and so this part of me, this artist, artistic part of me just seemed to blossom during that period of time. That, that, that's so amazing. I, I'm not sure if you've heard of uh, Dr. Susie Sharp or um, Dr. I have. Oh, yeah. And uh, I interviewed her on, on my podcast and also uh, Dr. Peju Samoyan. She's up on the East Coast. She's also an artist. But, oh, uh, yeah. well, I'll, I'll have to listen to it. I, I, I interviewed Susie Sharp as well. And okay. nice. um, yeah, and um, her story, of course, is very fascinating. And my podcast is actually based around um, creatives yeah. and, and physicians who are, are using the arts um, wow. in, in ways to heal themselves. That's, um, you, you mentioned so many interesting things such as, uh, for example, uh, you know, being vulnerable and um, it's because medicine doesn't allow you to yeah. be vulnerable. You have to, you know, you have to have a written, you know, it's very... Um, what I call uh, like a, it's like an assembly line, um, yeah. And uh, you're not you're not allowed to be creative, and then right. but, and uh, but the thing is like uh, you know as humans we're you know we're we're creative beings and we're creative creatures. So, and um, I also loved your um, your reference to just showing up, you know, just being consistent and just yeah. um, you know when I started blogging nobody listened, you know, but uh, I just it was more of a creative outlet for me and you know it's it's since grown and a lot of people are interested in what you write about and you know wh whether or not you 
make money off of it or monetize it that you know it's doing it for the just sake of doing it so um yeah and yeah. i think uh i think a lot of people would be interested in um you know uh contacting you or um meeting you so what's the best way to um to uh get in touch with you uh follow you on social media well, one way is to go to my website, which is www.drhislabatesmd.com. And that's my name, Dr. Isla Bates, md.com. And, and get on my mailing list. Um, I don't email people, you know, very often, so you won't be bombarded with tons of email because <laughs> um, I, I don't like email very much. <laughs> I, I'm also on Instagram quite a bit and oh, Clubhouse. Okay. Oh, Clubhouse. So, okay. Yeah. So that's another way to get in touch with me. Okay. And um, yeah, and, and Facebook. I started a Facebook group for physicians and healers who are interested in the arts uh-huh. and uh, you can sign up through my Instagram um, just tap on the bio and you'll see a link to the Facebook group uh-huh. and um, yeah reach out to me I love speaking to artists I love also speaking about real estate and yeah. I'm happy to share yeah you've uh you've given such an incredible story and um you've uh talked so much about creativity uh what's one last piece of advice for the listeners to take away uh for the show well i'd like to say that um you know tap into your creativity if you have any kind of yearning to paint or to draw that um you will feel much more connected to yourself and your patients. It'll make your life much more joyful. And, um, you know, don't leave parts of yourself out because you want to focus only on medicine. It's um, just open yourself up, become vulnerable, and uh, enjoy, have fun. Those are beautiful parting words of advice. So uh, thanks so much for your time on the show. And we look forward to hearing about your future successes. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure meeting you and speaking with you, Dr. Liu. Come join us at the Marriage and Money MD Summit coming up on November 15th through 17th. It's a free summit for healthcare professionals who want to build a stronger marriage and create a better path to building wealth. What a great episode with this week's guest. I have a small ask. Do you mind finding the show on Apple Podcasts and submitting your review? By being here week after week, you're that much closer to having the knowledge you need to find your version of financial freedom. Let's help other physicians see that they can do that too through you. Thanks again and see you online or on next week's episode.